When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. everybody welcome to unfiltered kitchen yeah, i don't know why i always freeze we yeah. have special guest today my oldest hi it's R. the little ones on the run so always on know. the run i was gonna try to swing this by myself but i think i i just said you know let me just call my kid make it easy yeah. so here we are we're on like episode number you guys have been going like 16 i'm proud of y'all yeah, yeah i'm having fun we have fun. We have a good time. It's uh, every now and then I'll get like a text from one of my friends who are like, oh my God, your dad really is just like committed to this podcast life. And <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I saw you guys doing yours and I just said, you know, it looks like fun. I want to do it too. So it is fun. We'll see what happens. You know, I, I still got to, we did one the other day. I was really kind of low energy. It was the first time I felt. I, I personally felt the last episode for me wasn't very good. What was and the what was the topic of conversation? Well, see, that's part of the deal. I wasn't really into it. What I was mean, it? It was we were reading a couple different things mm -hmm. from people, and just my attention span wasn't there. You know, because I can't even tell you what we talked about. Okay, and I mean that's kind of bad. Um, I kind of I kind of I kind of let shy carry it, but you know that's the first time I felt low energy. Okay. Well, so, do you want to dive into some of these um, questions that you guys have received? Or is there something else that you would like to cover today? Or? Let's cover... Uh, have a little check-in. How you doing? How you doing? I'm doing well. Hey, looks good. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you know, it reminds me when you, were, when you were young and grew your hair. Yes, this is me pre-Baldy. Um, yeah, this was me. Do you know... How old am I now? I'm 34. Okay. It was 13 years ago that that I shaved my head. Oh, really? Yeah. It's about time to let it grow back. Yeah. So I'm letting my hair grow. Um, and I've been on this like braid journey, but my hair right now is still like fairly short. Mm -hmm. And although the braiders that I've gone to have done a really good job of like tucking my hair, it just doesn't last as long as I would like for it to last. I thought your hair looked good in the braids. Though. I love the braids. Yeah. When my hair gets longer. I'll be back in the braids. Okay. I'm just right. doing this because I don't want to wet my hair. I don't want to get like yeah. scissor happy. Okay. All right. I've All been right. feeling really good lately. And then when I feel my when I feel good, that's when I tend to like shave my head. So your little guy is getting ready to be five years old. Yes. My oldest is going to yeah. be five. Yeah. Time flies, doesn't it? It's kind of crazy. Yeah. It's very you surreal. Five year old. Yeah, it's a five and a two year old now. Mm. Like, yeah, yeah, Boston's gonna be five. Um, very, and very, very excited. Three days on three Friday. Yeah. Friday, okay, December eighth. All right, let's go. Let's go, Bozzy. I can't believe it. Yeah, he's a good kid too. He is. I, I dig Boz. I enjoy yeah. him. He Does makes he, me happy. You know, he doesn't cry with me anymore. You, you know, know he doesn't even try it. 
He's been um, really good lately. And then, like, when he has moments where he gets frustrated, he's been, like, using his breathing tech. We, we got different breathing techniques. And um, the other day, he was like, hey, mom, I had, like, a hard moment. But he was like, I didn't cry. Yeah. He, he was really proud that he didn't cry. Yeah. He was like, I wanted to. Yeah. I almost did, yeah. but like, yeah. Yeah. I didn't do it. Yeah. All right, let's jump in. Let's see what we got. Okay. Let's see what we got. I. Oh, do you want to go? or No, you go. Okay. So I have a question for Papa Floyd. So this is actually a question that got asked a couple weeks back. Yes. And, and we're just circling back to it. Getting to it. Okay. Okay. All right. I have a question for Papa Floyd. I am legally married, but separated for about two years. The relationship was bad. No communication, DV, a little domesticated violence, and verbally abuse. We were both very, or we were both young when we decided to get married. After two years, officially separated, not speaking to each other, my estranged husband called me and said he wanted to talk. We met up, talked, and things led to one another. And we hooked up twice. Okay. Fast forward, he called yesterday and asked to give him another chance. What should I do? My heart is not in this relationship anymore, but there is a small thought that I should try again. So no kids. She didn't mention any kids. She did not mention any kids, but okay. I want to say, sis, you answered your, your, your own question. What about? My heart is not in this relationship anymore. Yeah, but you know what? At one time, her heart was. Something went sideways. It got some domestic violence. It got some verbal abuse. Yeah. You know, and that's enough to. That's a lot. That's enough to break your heart. Yeah, You don't see it in is. another direction. But it's been two years. He could have learned something. He should have learned something. I pray she, he learned something. She should have learned something also. You know, she she should. In those two years, I hope that she's not just separated sitting at home. I hope that she's been out dating. Yeah. As someone who has had experience with a, a DV relationship, I don't think two years is enough time for someone to... Unless they're like actively no, in therapy. I, 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 no, no, no. But it's like you have two years of like not communicating. So it's like, I want to know what you've been doing in this time. I want to know what you've been doing to like mature yourself or better yourself thought. Have you been doing things to navigate, you know, why you're verbally abusive or how to change these things in your life? Okay. You know? So what you're saying is, you want to be involved in the no, person's no, 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 recovery. No. I do not want to okay. be involved, okay. involved in the person's not, recovery. Then let's not worry about all those questions you have. Let's see where he is ultimately. Where yeah, is he now? Where are you now? Did okay. you? What have you done to get to where you Doesn't are matter. now? Doesn't matter. I mean, you know, to me, as long as he's made that adjustment. Yeah, you but know, it's, as it's, long as the end game, he is a better person. And. I would say if they got together and they did talk, well, see, I'm, I'm backing up a little bit because I'm backing up because I'm understanding our, our, I'm under the impression that one time they were in love. They did get married. Something went sideways, but there was, I don't know if there was, she doesn't say we were in love. She says well, she the said, relationship was bad. No, uh -uh, uh -uh. I am legally married, but legally separated married. for about two years. The relationship was bad. Prior to them getting married, the relationship was beautiful. 
There was, yes. It That's why they got there. married. Yes. Something went sideways once they got married. Maybe it was the pressure of being young and dumb and married. Yes. Okay. Two years, it's good time for a person to mature. They could have got better. You different in the opinion. You think it takes longer and you need to have. No, it's not that I think it takes longer. It's just what have you done to. Okay. So what would you say? Okay. I'll tell her what I think. Then you can tell her what you think. I think, yes, you should. You're saying you did. You got together. You talked. Obviously, the conversation was together because you guys didn't do the boom, boom, boom. Um, And hopefully you're still talking. The only way you can really tell if a person has changed is to spend time with them. Okay. And again, I'm backing all the way up. I'm saying, look, at one time you were flipping over this guy, you know, in love, ready to get married or got married. Okay. And again, when you're young and you guys have admittedly said that you were young, sometimes there's pressures, you know, pressure of being married, pressure of being, you know, good husband, good wife. You know, now you got financial responsibilities, you got career, you still got to grow, you know, even thought of children, whether they're there or not, it's always a question. Balancing the in-laws and both sides of the family, that's a whole lot going on initially. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe he's got his feet more firm on the ground now. Maybe it was a little scary and shook him up at first. Maybe it was her. I mean, I don't know. She didn't, she didn't said it was bad. She didn't say he was bad. It was bad. Mm-hmm. I would hope that they were both grown over the time. But I would say, yes, definitely take a shot. Now, if it doesn't work, okay, you took a shot. You did what you can do. Now, I know you said your heart's not into it. You'll be able to tell real quick when you, if you decide to take a shot and it, you're just not feeling it, you know. And then you just have to be honest with him as long, along with being honest with yourself and say, hey, look, there was a time I loved you, but I just, I'm that not feeling then. it. Yeah. yeah. I just think if you do proceed forward and put yourself out there again, I would consider doing like couples therapy, knowing that your past has been rocky and that you guys have had this estranged period. I don't think you just jump right back in bed with the person and be like, Oh, here we're in this relationship now. Or like, you know, Oh, we're married again. But it's almost like you have to date your estranged husband in a way to, you know, you got to spend that time to even see. I would agree with you. If they do decide to get back together, I would definitely do some type of counseling. Yeah. You know, I mean, that's mandatory. I'm, I would say I'm, I'm assuming that something is going on to to do the change, you know, that it's not just putting the best foot forward. And, you know, in another two weeks, he's going to be back to the okie doke or whatever's going on. Yeah, we'll see. Um, you know, sometimes people make I pray, big, yeah, people make people big, do. Grow. Sometimes, sometimes people make big mistakes and, and realize they their mistake. Yeah, you're, you're, you know. you're not tapping the table, but you're no. shaking that ice. I do. I got to be mindful because sometimes I like to touch and move things. But, um, yeah, I, I pray that in whatever you decide to do, that your feelings, you know, you are able to be protected and that he is protected as well because, you know, marriages yeah. do go both ways. And like we said, we don't know the full story. And, yeah, I just. So yeah. I suggest to everybody to start using the speak pipe link. Because you can verbalize and you can tell your whole story. And you can go into more detail. Yes, as opposed to texting. I, I mean, I hate mm-hmm. to text and type. You know, with the, the speak pipe, you, you can get in there and ramble. Well, hopefully you're not rambling. But, you know. <laughs> okay, let's go on to the next one. 
Okay, so this person asked to be. Um, I'm gonna back up just one more time. Any of you young people that are thinking about getting married, don't do it yet. Just you know, work on your career, work on your relationship, work on yourself. Let him work on himself, himself or herself. Just wait it out. Wait it out for a minute until you have career or educate something. I mean, if you're madly in love, just work yeah. on the other things that go along with the relationship of marriage. Okay. I feel like life is so short. So it's like at this point, if you think there's something there, go for it. If it works, it works. If it doesn't, it doesn't. Yeah, but see, you're under the, see, when you say that, that's like, okay, we can give it a shot, but if it doesn't work, go ahead and do a divorce. Oh, I wasn't speaking on that previous oh. question. I was okay, just saying okay. in general. In general, like, okay. Yeah. Yes, yeah. Life, gotta is, live, short. Got life and, is short. You know? if you find, yeah, if you find something's good, you if know, you, have yeah. a good time with it. Yeah. Did you guys do this? How do you prevent yourself from feeling guilt about forcing your loved one to sink or swim? No. Okay. We didn't do that. I'm going to keep going. Forcing your loved one to sink, sink or, or swim. swim. So this person gives a background story. I grew up very poor and knew from a young age that I did not want to live that life. So I went to college and worked my way up in corporate America. I live a comfortable life and have tried to lead by example for my younger loved ones, but they don't seem to have the same drive I did. I have given countless lectures, minimized their consequences by bailing them out financially, and at one point had people living with me. In therapy, I have learned that I need to just let them suffer their consequences because me bailing them out hasn't helped. I have done this but felt immense guilt to the point where I could not sleep. Any tips, tricks you have for minimizing that guilt? You're guilty about doing the right thing? I mean, I think it's, I don't think she's, she's guilty about doing the right thing. I think she's guilty about sometimes you have to release and let people fall a little bit so that they learn how to like pick themselves up. I think this is how you would, your, your version of tough love. Uh, or, you know, and it's not, well, sometimes it's not, have to learn their yeah, responsibility. you gotta, you gotta learn how to do it. And I think it's, um, I feel like maybe sounding from what she is saying it's almost like she doesn't want to just enable or just be that you know well okay first of all you know brilliant job that you've done going from poor to the lecture circuit i mean you know you've done your thing now everybody doesn't perform at the same level yes i agree okay so those younger ones those the ones that you've kind of left behind that you've dusted you know, sometimes that's just the way it is. You know, you can't expect them to perform the way you've performed. You've performed on a, on a high level. You've, you've, you know, thrown it into first all the way through fifth gear. Yeah, if you know, you're able if, to be blessed and bless others around you, especially in your family, yeah. Um, I pray that you find the, you know, the, the blessing in that. The Well, you know, sometimes people... It, it's, a, it's a heavy burden. It's a lot of responsibility. Yeah. And you don't always get the... Um, the credit or the no. acknowledgement you it's don't. not reciprocated so it's it's, it's one of those things where it's like it's literally hard to be in you know yeah a good position sometimes because that's just that's just what it is yeah grats to you because you've done the deal yeah. everybody can't perform like you though you know so you have an option you can go ahead and let them ride your coattail you can help them as much as you can and as much as you're comfortable writing you know coattail. i don't know if it's necessarily enabling them yeah. You might be putting them in a better position, you know, by 
helping them because some people cannot help themselves as well as others. You obviously are aggressive in terms of, you know, bettering your life, bettering your situation. Some people, because of either mentality or they get lost in the marketing of America, you know, they settle in on a spot. And, you know, some people even get blocked to think that they can't get out of that spot. So she said um, she keeps bailing them out and it hasn't helped. And this has now made her feel immense guilt to the point where she could not sleep. So I think it's also case by case. And in some situations. How do you interpret that when she says she's bailed them out? I feel like she's extended herself multiple times. And it almost, I like, if I'm reading in between the lines, like it's, I don't know if there's a pattern. I don't know if it's something that they are consistently doing because if you, it's gotten you to the point of like where you're now losing sleep. This is a conversation you're having in therapy. Like it's, this is really weighing on this person. So it sounds like it's someone who they care about dearly and they just keep, you know, they're not able to just get over that hurdle. So, um, you can't help all the people all the time. Yeah. I think it's, I really hate that this is like my tip or trick, but it's like, sometimes I literally have to tell myself there are always going to be casualties of war. And that's going to sound really insensitive right now. No, I understand what you mean. Um, go ahead and say what you mean. What I'm trying to say is like, like you said, not everyone's going to be able to perform or do the same as everyone else. And sometimes there are others who need a little extra help. And there are those who are able to extend a little bit more blessing. Um, I feel like. I'll tell you a story. There have been people in my life that have gotten lost. Myself, other people in the neighborhood have tried to help those that have gotten lost. Sometimes there's nothing you can do. Yeah. So, you know, in terms of losing sleep. It depends on what. See, that's, I think that's kind of a woman's emotion. I, I hate to be a feminist. I hate to go down this alley. Be a feminist. Well, what was feminist about that? Okay. Well, maybe I'm using the wrong word. That was wild. Um, but I, I, I mean, I wouldn't lose a nickel of sleep of anybody that I try to help and it just didn't work out. I'd go to bed still saying, well, I tried. And not tried like casually, like, you know, but I mean, I gave it an effort. But it's not up to me to regulate or to run their life. I'm not responsible for someone else's life. I'm not responsible for your life. Mm -hmm. I can do the best I can do to help you, any other person. But it ultimately is up to that person to be responsible for their life. Yeah. You know, so I give what I can give comfortably. And after that, I don't give anymore. I'm, you know, it's like I'm done. I've also had to learn how to like accept people for or have a better acceptance for people of people for who they are versus like who or what I want them to be. I, I so yes. I think that is rather than me saying there's always casualties of I think this is what more appropriately what I'm trying to say in terms of like, yeah, there's people that you may want better for, but they just might have a different, different set of hands, different set of cards, you know? And it might be their definition of better is different. Yeah. Like I always think about me and my brother. So my brother is carefree. He doesn't care him and his daughter. That's it. That's all he cares about. 
He don't care about making big money. He don't care about dressing for a fancy. He don't care about the car he drives. You know, and some would look at that like, oh, you know, there's a lack of motivation. Well, it's not that. It's just that, you know. He likes what he likes. He likes what he likes. And, and he, just because my, my idea of, you know, life is a little different, you know, my, maybe I'm a little bit more fancy. I want to go on vacation. I want to see places. I want to, you know, drive a fly car or whatever the case may be. You know, just because he's not in that same mold doesn't make him wrong because, because, because he's not following my standard of, of what it should be, you know, and I thought about this years, years ago. And I also got to the point where I almost envy him, you know, because while I'm still sweating the rat race, trying to make a dollar, you know, boom, 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 chasing, you know, chasing a little bit of ends and all that. He's sitting back like, you know, I ain't worried. I'll take the experiences. There's no envy there. Yeah, but I mean, you know, it's different. Sometimes it's it's different strokes for different folks. It's a different level of stress. Like, it's like when I feel like when we travel and we see it's this super hustle bustle here and you go other places and it's like, yeah, the lifestyle is completely different, but it's also a little bit more stress free in some capacities because you may not have this strict schedule to adhere to. Yeah. You you have more flexibility in your time or you yeah. may be able to spend more time with your friends and family or yeah. yeah. Just, yeah, it's different. But, um, girl, I pray you don't stop. I pray this, you stop losing sleep over this situation. And I know that I I get a sense that you really do care and you try and you want others, especially those around you, um, to swim versus swing, sink. But sometimes you got to let people sink so that they can learn how to swim. Because if you keep bailing them out, how are they, they're just going to keep floating on that raft versus learning how to like, you know, start to tread water. And then, you know, from there you can doggy paddle and then you start swimming. Like you have to let people also fail um, and hit their rock bottom sometimes so that they, they can't keep failing. You know, it's, it's um, they'll have to eventually make that decision to pull themselves up. I'd Um, say go to the, well, you can't just go to any liquor store. You have to go to a nice liquor store. Get a bottle of La Familia Flores. Reserva Suprema. Have a nice glass of that. You sleep well. Neat or chilled? <laughs> chill. Chill. Chilly. Chilly. Chill. Yeah. All right. Good luck with it. But, you know, look, you're doing the right thing. You've overcome. You try to help. But you can't help Sometimes you can't save the world. Okay, here's another one. Hey, Shy and Papa Floyd. I hope you are both doing well. I left a comment about my husband and I being together since 2011 and got married in 2016 when we both or when we turned 18 and just had our first baby last year. Just wanted to wait know. Minute, wait a Help me understand that. Okay. So they've been together since 2011. 2011. They got married in 2016. So five when they years turned later, 18. So they were 13 oh when they met? They were, they were dating, dating 11. At- Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. No, No, what is this? Five years, 13. You're right. Sorry. Dating at 13. 2011. Got married at 18. Yes. And then had a baby last year. So like 23. In 23, in 22. 
what year are we in? 2023. Oh yeah. yeah so they waited like four, four years. years to have a baby. Yeah. Okay, that was smart. Or six years. No, four years. 2016 to 2022. Oh, okay. Yeah. Six years. Oh, that's yeah. even smarter. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to say y'all really like no, each no, other no, and no, patient. No, 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 what? 2016 to 2020 is four years plus two more okay. years. It's six. Okay. All right. Okay. Okay. Anyways, back to this question. So that's young love. That sounds and, and, like. And I'm okay with that so far because they did wait. They didn't just, you know, start popping out kids. Yeah. Okay. So where do we go from here? Okay. Just wanted to know if you guys have any advice on buying your first home. We're looking to buy our first home next year. Depending on finances, we might wait until 2025, but just wanted to get as much advice beforehand. Thanks in advance. So first of all, I'd like to say this because I always kind of rank on fall in love, getting married too soon. But they've actually been together since they were 13, hanging out with you, and now they're 20. It's been over 10 years. And I haven't heard anything about kids. No. Oh, my God, bro. We just did the math for the baby. Yeah, okay. (laughs) So they waited a while for kids, and now they are seeking their first home, which is a nice move, great move. Yeah, I'm actually, I'm rooting for this this, this couple right here. yeah, yeah. Um, so it, here's the advice for your first home. Something with multiple units. If you can. And, or like a duplex triplex. First of all, your first home, the first property you buy should be an income property, not a place you're going to live. Okay. So you go to whatever side of town you want to go to and you buy whatever you can afford. It doesn't have to be in the best neighborhood. doesn't have to be in the worst neighborhood. Doesn't really doesn't matter. Just buy something. Go talk to a broker. Tell them you want it to be an income property. You're not trying to buy something for you to live in. Wherever you're living, continue to live there. Take that income property and let it sit. Because you said, I'd like to do it now, but I might wait two years, something like that. Did you say something like mm-hmm. that? Wait. Let the equity in that income property grow. Okay. Now, when I say income property, that means whatever your mortgage is, weigh that your mortgage, your taxes, your principal, your interest, weigh that against what your rent income is and make sure that you're making some money. $200, $400, $600, whatever it is, okay? Let the equity in the place grow for another year or two. Two would bet. Two would be nice, okay? So now when you go to buy your first property, and again, when you buy this first property, this is not your end-all property. This is not your dream property. This is a property you and your husband, your kids can all have room. You have a backyard, have a little flexibility, have ownership of home, um, but it's not, the, it's not the prize home, okay? The prize home is going to take a little while. But now what you have is you have some equity that you can pull from your- Hi. You just had to get that in, <laughs> Is there anything else you'd like to say? Because you can. Yes. It's your birthday week. My name's Paz. What's your whole name? Paz from Uruguay. Okay. All right. Okay. So, um, first property is an income property that you're getting positive cash flow from. Now, when you go to buy your second house in a couple of years, you will not only have equity from the first house that you can pull out to help you with your deposit from your, for your new place, but you also have income from your income property to help towards your note. 
Okay. So here's another thing. You have to get yourself involved in a first time home buyer program. Okay. First time home buyer program. Often you can take a class. And now instead of paying the 7.5% interest rate and the sometimes 20% down, now they are going to let you put 2% down and a reduced interest rate. You're not talking about seven and a half percent. You're talking maybe somewhere three, four percent. Because again, it's a first time home buyer program. So that's kind of the advice. Okay. I'm actually very I'm I'm rooting for that that couple too. Got together really young. Hung in there. If it was my kids though, I think I would tell them, well, they were already married, so it's too late now. So let's forget it. Okay. Here we go. How do you deal with the how do you deal with parents who can't communicate or shut down every time you try to bring up a deeper issue? Think, bring us, bring a conversation about a deeper if, issue. Is this generational? Um, regardless if it's, let's say, and, and yes, it probably is generational. You understand, so I'm, I am, I don't know how the parents are up there. My age, let's see, I'm a different breed because I speak on mine. There's a lot of people I know that don't speak. And it's, it's actually the generation before me, my mom's generation. She tells me all the time that they were taught to sit back and be quiet. Now, she didn't really follow that philosophy. And I don't know if it was that her mom and dad encouraged her to speak. I think it would have been her dad, if anything. Because um, her mom was a little bit submissive, my grandmother. Um, but... Or it was just her personality where she was just going to speak her mind, you know, before with her thoughts. Uh, but most people in that generation, they were taught to sit back and be quiet. Don't ask questions. Don't, don't cause any ripples in the water. You know, don't bring any attention to yourself. Yada, yada, yada. Okay. Which is also uh, lacking conversation, lacking communication, you know, because you're just sitting back and accepting. What I'm doing is this one right here, Kyle. Um, young lady would like to know if there's any advice in dealing with parents that are shut down when you try to have a communication about deeper issues with them. And it might be that, but here's the deal. That's a tough one. It, it is a tough one, but here's the deal. If you have a relationship with your parents, you might have to be the one that is more aggressive in terms of opening up the dialogue. Okay. Um, because just how our parents teach us, there comes to a point in time where the, the child then, you know, is teaches the parent. And I think that's one thing that I enjoy about my relationship with my parents. It's like those moments take work. They're not always fun. Some They can be very uncomfortable. Um, but it's like, you know. But it's a doable deal. It's, yeah, it is doable. And it's like when you decide to put that work into it, you may not get the the results or the the satisfaction you want, you know, instantly, but it's keep going at it. It yeah. will, um, you know, it, I think it, with time it will progress will, and it change. Yeah. Because yeah. when you, you bring it up and then you have to allow the person to even start to understand or recognize what you're saying and then they go through this, you know, yeah, they fill it out for themselves, and then hopefully, you know, with I think more prayer and conversation, there gets to a point where it's like, okay, you know what? Maybe my answer was a solid no before, but let me even be open to a conversation now. You know, so it it takes time. 
It here's, does take Here's time. something that I share with a lot of people. If you have a question, concern, you want to have a conversation with somebody and the conversation seems to, it's a difficult conversation, put it in the letter. Put it, actually write a letter. Mm -hmm. You know, a letter. You guys know what a letter is, right? Okay. I mean, people don't do that anymore. But if you write a letter. I love a handwritten letter. Then you can ask. Here's, a, here's, a, here's what's nice about a letter, too. You can write it. You can cross that out and rewrite it and rewrite it until you've actually asked what you want to ask the way you want to ask it in a nice, polite, you know, manner. The person that's reading it can read it. They don't get caught on the spot. They don't have to come up with something right now. They could ignore it for a week if they want to and then come back and read it. And eventually they can come, you know, you can always come back to them and say, hey, dad, my, hey, did you read that letter? I had a couple of questions. I, and you can just tell them real simple. Here, I want to put in a letter form for you because I don't want to catch you off guard and I want you to be able to think about it. But I'd like to talk about this if we can. Right. You know, give it a shot. I, I, I really think the art of writing letters is gone. But I, I always tell people if you're having a difficult, difficult conversation, put in letter form. Did you see that this was a two part? Yeah. Um, uh, about yeah. the deeper inner, deeper issues and is this a generational thing? Yeah, right. definitely it's generational. Yeah. 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 This silent generation. Yeah. Okay, let's do that. Um, ooh, trans well, I transitioning from college to adult life. Any advice? That one actually is probably best for Cheyenne. Yeah. Cheyenne or someone else. Because I didn't do college in the traditional sense. Um, and for me to remember back that far, let me see, back in the 1800s when I finished college. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> that was actually. Well, here, I actually. That was funny. I was doing. Cheyenne's calling uh, me. I was doing my thing. I mean, you know, I went straight from college to being, a, you know, never mind. We're not going to go down that street. Let's do this one right here. But here, here's the deal. In, in the short, make that transition. Smooth. Go from college How? to career. Okay. College. <laughs> college where you're learning stuff. Yeah. Career where you're making money. How? Do you know that's the biggest issue is how to get a job at okay. this point for then, okay, college students? Okay, you know students. what? We're do, we're do it again, that's, but I'll wait till Shy. I think I wouldn't, wouldn't get her, her. Cheyenne, or we need to find some college students right now or people who have recently made that transition because it's. Okay, well, let's do this. We oh, need the question. This again. needs to be the speak pipe. Hey, to our listeners that are transitioning or have recently transitioned from college to adult life or adulting, can you please share any advice, tips, hacks? Um, hey, I wish I would have known um, so I'm moments to help better prepare your peers in the, the same position. Okay. So I'm going to say one thing about the comment that you made, how hard it is to get a job right now. Yeah. Well, it's not that it's hard to get a job. That's right. It is hard to find a job that actually can support rent and food and anything on top of that. That's part of like the whole generational like issue is that you can get a job, but the cost of living versus the wages that it's the cost of living has gone up and the wages aren't, um, aren't satisfying them. Yeah. yeah. Aren't keeping pace. So it's like, yeah, it's a whole other conversation. Okay. Um, right. Here you go. Yeah. Healthy co-parenting. I know you guys get this a lot, but I love the way your family does it. 
Yeah, co- healthy co-parenting, it's a never-ending journey of whatever co-parenting looks like for you. Um, you've got your good days, you've got your bad days. You you may be in a good place one day and Monday you may not be in a good place, but um It's all about compromise. It it and each day is a new day. Like I think that's the thing for me is like I know I have moments where I may get stressed out or frustrated with um my parenting partner. I don't even know what to call this person anymore. Uh, my children's father. Yeah, that sounds but reasonable. My there's, children's you know, father. there's moments where like there's days where I'm just like, well, fuck you. And it's like, well, fuck you too. Not literally, but like, that's just like the energy of my frustration. And then there's days where it's like, Hey, you know, or the next day I could, I don't try and let the, what happens like um, one day affect the next day. Like I try and take each day as a new, um, you know, pursuit of happiness in this co-parenting journey. So do your best to release energy. I think if you've got negative energy or hard, funky energy and just be grateful for those, you know, the good moments and the blessings and just, you know, make it all about the kids. You got to learn how to take your emotion out of it and keep it on the kids. Okay, here is one more question for today's episode. So, I'm struggling with my mother-in-law. Like, does this make sound? Oh, come on now. <laughs> okay, I'm struggling with my mother-in-law. My husband struggles setting boundaries, so I had to. Sounds scary. <laughs> okay. Or he really loves his mom. Okay. Otherwise, she would call us 10 times a day and visit every weekend. I want to say, is she calling him 10, 10 times a day or calling you, sis? No, anyways. It's gotten better since I expressed my frustration with my mother-in-law, but now my daughter has soccer games every weekend, and because she lives two hours away, she comes to every game, then automatically comes over after. I work full-time and have two kids. Okay. Well, we're going to have you keep reading, but just thus far, it's all... It sounds like the mother-in-law is just involved and well, wants to come and support yeah, her and grandchild. And if she drives two hours to come support the mother, the grandchild, what do you want to do? Just jump in the car after the 45-minute game and then turn right back around and drive another two hours? She can't come and hang out with her granddaughter? Yeah. Her, her daughter-in-law and her son? I think... I. I would be very happy to have that family. I'm out. Do you know how many people cry on here, complain? Uh, okay, well, know, let's see. Let's finish reading. Maybe the mother-in-law okay. is rude. You, we, we don't know okay. the full story. All right. It better not be that the mother-in-law. But at the same time, just, we like a supportive mother-in-law. So, hey, here, let me share. I saw this. I heard this. Yes. The best, the only real true parent hack. Yeah is to have is to live close to the grandparents. Yeah. And then yeah. bonus is if the auntie lives close by too. Yeah, Cheyenne moved away. That sucks. Well it's still close enough though. You can still, still come enough. you can still come bring your kids and you yeah. know like Shy, I need you to watch kids. I'm out tonight. I got I got things to do. Yeah, don't worry about that. Yeah. Oh, 
So I just thought that that was nice. And that was kind of like our family too. I mean, you know, that's a true parent hack. Oh no, that it is a true parent hack. Like even right now, and I'm in the process of, of moving and boss keeps saying, mom, I'm sad. I don't want to move. I'm going to miss grandma. And all I'm thinking is, boy, are we moving. Cause when we move, you can really come over to grandma's house and have a sleepover and spend yeah. the night. Like yeah. that'll be a real grandma night, yeah. you know? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Now it's a blessing. Okay. So back to this. Okay, so grandma's coming to soccer games, coming and then after, after she comes yeah. after. So, this is mom. Um, I work full-time and have two kids. My weekends are my only time to enjoy with my little family, so I'm protective over our time. That's understandable. No, that's not true, though. I mean, I hear, I hear what she's saying. but I think that's like her downtime. Yeah. But she said, my only time... To yeah. kind of kick it with the kids. Well, Monday through Sunday, every day you get to kick it with, kick it with the kids. Yeah, I, I kick it with that, my kids I mean, Monday through Friday, and I'm like, we we want to like, you know, I'm like, ah. But during the weekend, it's a completely different energy where it's like, oh, let's go have fun. Let's like do okay. things All together. Right. Okay. okay, I got it. So you Monday know? through Friday is more routine. We yeah, got to keep everything in routine. School. Let's get dressed. Let's get to bed. Let's get clean. Let's do breakfast. Yeah. Okay. And she's working. Okay. It's All like, right. let so me keep you alive and keep my okay. head on. And then it's like, oh, let's actually be still and enjoy each other. Yeah. You okay. Know? All right. Okay. There's a difference. Okay. I understand. I got you. So to continue. Yes. I'm tired of every weekend figuring out how to get her to leave after the games. <laughs> she doesn't ask. She just comes and ends up here. I've told her before this creates conflict between my... Dun, dun, dun. My husband and I, and while she has stepped back a bit, she squeezes out every chance she can to just end up here for long periods of time. She'll just say, oh, I'm going to sleep over. And it sucks because, like I said, weekend nights are for me and my man. We'd love to put the kids down, have some wine, and have some us time. Okay, okay, okay. Okay. Um, and when she's here, she's chill. Um, with us oh so she chills with us like what are we doing now that the kids are asleep (laughs) basically mom's like grandma it's time to go my children are asleep I haven't been with my man all weekend or all week I want my man I feel you I got it okay better understanding okay so I could rant about this forever but you get the gist any tips am I being mean I think that because she's so overstepping it has created resentment and it's harder and harder to be nice when she's around so lately I resort to going to run errands or hanging with the baby while she hangs out with my husband that's her fave I know it and I know that's why she comes so I let her get her fix two Oh, I know. Oh, I can't even talk. That's her fave. I know. And I know that's why she comes. So I let her get her fix. But uh, I'm just really starting to struggle putting on a happy face. Okay. So it's like it's this is like bittersweet where it's like I think it is very nice. And it's like I I pray that you're able to see the the silver lining and like having a mother-in-law a mother-in-law who seems to be, you know, present and like into your, her grandchildren um, I think that right there is a blessing and not everyone, not every child experiences their grandchildren and those memories, you know, these are moments that aren't going to happen forever, you know? So it's while this is happening right now, um, I would say just do your best to just learn to appreciate them 
or learn how to change up your schedule. And when I say that, if she's going to be home with the kids and you want time with your husband, maybe this is a time to have like a a steady date night. That's like, right. you know, you're about to get out. You're about to go have some one-on-one time with your husband. You're going to do something. Um, and if you want to go get spicy, you can go get spicy. And you if know? you want to go get a room, you, you can, can go, go get, get a room. room. And at the same time. I learned to love that grandmother visit. Yeah. I, I wish I had a. Uh, a present. She calls me mad because I don't take the kids enough. Like, <laughs> why did you move so far? <laughs> so I, you know what? I I get her. I get her deal. No, but, I, I do. But I, I think like, that. Are you back? Because we hear so many stories of grandparents not being involved, or or yeah. you know that it's almost like you have to recognize that this is a blessing. Now, I know you wanted your time, but like we were just saying, and kind of saying in in jest, but being serious. Date nights. Date oh, nights, you yeah. got the week. You have a babysitter. You got a good situation, okay. girl. You just need a little yes. reframing. Yeah, yeah. You just need to. <laughs> you need to look at it different. You need to look at it a little bit different. Yeah. Um. And look, if let, let's reverse it. Let's say it was your mother that was coming. Mm-hmm. Okay. Would you feel the same way? Okay. And you have to be kind of be be honest and 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 you know be careful. You know you don't want to put a, a wedge between. You know, you and your husband over yeah. the over the mother. I mean, that's his mother. You know, and and look, I, you know, I don't know her situation. I don't know if she's widowed or unmarried. You know, but she's doing that two hour drive by herself. Maybe she's lonely. She's Maybe she's looking for the 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 companionship also. And there's nothing wrong with lending yourself and lending your husband to her. And I know it is a little bit inconvenient, but that is part of marriage. Marriage is compromise. Marriage is not always convenient. It is working with each other's not Inter- just each other, internal the family yeah okay so i mean you know it's like you said you got to learn to see the silver lining in this one yeah okay now, i don't think you're being mean I, I i you know i don't think i think at this point it's kind of like a hair up how do you say a hair, a hair well hair, you, you hair mentioned mess. that there's a baby so i think right now it's also just the time that you're in i feel like you just want some time with your husband and your child. So you there's know? a little one, a baby, and then there's one that's in soccer. Yeah. So there's at least two. There's two. Girl, let her come and be the sit, the grandmother. Let her be the babysitter. You guys go out. Yeah, go out. Okay, let her spend the night and you know, fix her breakfast in the morning and, and then shove her, you know. Shove her where? I mean, you know, not her shove car. her, you know, put her in the car. <laughs> but no, enjoy that. And again, I'm, I'm also, go- it's like at the same time, if she lives two hours, depending on her situation, I don't know if suggesting she move close helps you or makes it worse, but it might help get her more settled close to you, like with time. So it's like she'll come to soccer games and then she can go home or like, you know, if, if she's open to moving. Well, I'm going to tell you, when you guys were young. And you remember Nana was living with us. Yeah. So I, that's my, I, my, 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 at the time, my wife's mother was living with us. I always saw it as a blessing. Yeah. Cause it was one more person that could help, you know, you know, support. But, yes. Whether it's, whatever you know, it is, financially, yeah, bre- mentally, breakfast in the morning or, yeah. or whatever the case may be. That's shared responsibility. You know, and I mean, I, I just, I just went with the flow on it. You know, it's like, it was, I mean, it was in an ideal situation. No, it's not ideal, but it is what it is. You know, so I didn't make any any beef out of it. I turned it into a positive. So that should, you know, glad to happen. You know, as opposed to 
like uh, oh, cutting into me and my wife's time. You could always find time. You know, come on, don't don't act like you can't, you know, squeeze a little time in. If well, you know, I know what I'm thinking about, but maybe she wasn't referring to that. Okay. I think we're gonna do it for the day, huh? I think that was a good one to end on. <laughs> my last little tip. If you know that she likes to pop up and say you wanna have a day to yourself. Call her before she gets on the road. You know, sometimes you got to just how you tell me, like, you got to learn the game to play the game. If you know this is her M.O. on the weekends, you can just call her ahead of time and say, hey, I know you might be thinking of doing X, Y, Z, but today we have plans or like, you know, before you consider getting on the road. I just want you to know that I have plans for me. So and so and so and so like I think it's just maybe trying to communicate a little different rather than, oh, this is causing issues between me and my husband or all this other, you know, stuff. Yeah. It's just, hey, we got plans today. Like, you know. If it's the real plan. If it's real plan. Yeah. If you okay. if you just want some time or just, hey, like, you know, today we just wanted to have some downtime. Yeah. I don't, you know. Uh, you know, I don't know if I would have gave you that. But at the same time, let that lady come to your house. Yes, come on. Let that Learn lady to enjoy that. her grandkids. Be thankful that you have a, you know, someone who um, cares. And you know what? I don't know. Even if it, again, I, I, it's date nights. Every, yeah, I'd be out. Yeah. I'd be like, real. oh, you coming over? Yeah, me and the husband, we're going to see that play we were looking at. I've been trying to see the Hunger Games, and I have no one to watch my kids. Yeah, yeah. I don't know yet. You don't want to burn that bridge. Mm -mm. You know, you want to keep that. She can come to my house. <laughs> and look, soccer season is only so long. But I guess after that, it's going to be basketball season or water polo Baseball or something. something. Yeah, so it's always. But you know what? It's such a blessing to have, have the grandmother involved. And have family. And again, I'm going to say this one more time. If it was your mother, would you feel the same way? Would you be doing, would you take the same position? I mean, maybe you would. I'd still tell you the same thing. Let your mother come over to you. I also have a question. Did you not, was she not like this before? Is this something new? You know? Yeah. Well. Because it's kind of like, you know who you're marrying. And you know, you know, when you get married, I think you'd have an idea of who their parents are. Well, you know, I've got a. I'm not saying she's, I'm not saying that. Ma'am, I'm not saying this to you. I wonder if she's just being so selfish with her man's time with her man. I mean, she just might need some attention, which is, you know, if she just had a baby, she still might be in her postpartum oh, phase. Oh, yeah, there could be some things like, going on. Yeah. It's, it's, um, yeah. Yeah. Say, so if you need some support on how to embrace that mother-in-law, reach out. Because <laughs> yeah. I want But you know what? It's nice that you have a good problem. I yeah. mean, you know, it's a oh, problem, yeah, this is but a it's good a good problem. problem. You're yeah. right. Yeah. That's so. a good way to look at it. All right, guys. Way. You know how to do all this stuff? Come on, you know how to do it from your no, other, from you your, guys don't end your show in yeah, any yeah, cute we, ways besides saying thank you for tuning in to Unfiltered Kitchen. I hope you guys tune in next week and don't forget to comment, like, subscribe on our YouTube. Well, we've really been Instagram. trying to yeah, we've really been trying to drive the issue of people could go on to the podcast and do a review. In other they, words, if you would like Papa Kyle and Cheyenne to continue doing the unfiltered kitchen. As often and as freely as they do, please, please, please show your support by commenting, by subscribing, turning on your notifications, going on Apple or 
Apple Podcasts, Amazon Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you listen to your podcast, whatever platform that you are on, we need to see those comments because um, we want to keep this going. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. You said that very well. Yeah. This is one of those things where it's like we, I I know like we do, I know Papa Kyle does his best to like really, um, I've seen this man read. He he pulls out his glasses. Oh, trying to read, you know. He'll go from his iPhone to, oh, let me go get my iPad. Like he, you guys are really bringing some life to my dad. But you know, and you're. this, I feel like you really enjoy this. I do enjoy it. So I, do enjoy I would, it. I would love to see this continue. So please go leave some reviews and comments. And um, so there's before we wrap up, like that was the wrap up. Dreams come true. Yeah, yeah. Um, a lot of people in the last couple weeks have been talking about. Please go back to the cooking cocktail. Yeah, I thought y'all were going to so, cooking. So we were we were trying to do that this last couple of episodes, but life, you know, what's your saying? Life, life, us. Life is life. Yeah, life is life. And Shy got caught up running back. Excuse me. Back and forth. But yeah, it's coming. Yeah, I keep I got waiting. Some dishes. I keep waiting for the food and the drinks because I love the conversations. But to me, I feel like food is such a stable yeah. like situation in our, yeah. our household where yeah. it's like. I have a great dish for you, Boston. What is it? It's, it's, the, it's the enchilada. Okay. But it's got, a, it's an got... enchilada like we haven't made, though. Do you know what I've been... See, our family, we make a really good enchilada, like an enchilada yeah. pie. Would you call it enchilada pie or casserole? Well, we generally don't roll them all up. We kind of layer things. Layer well, these I rolled. But it's a different kind oh, of meat. Oh, is this what you brought? This is what I brought. Different kind of meat, as well, in what kind of meat? Because I know for Thanksgiving, Cheyenne said you were looking for a rabbit or gator. I didn't do... No. So this is... Might be a surprise. This is beef. It's all beef. Okay. But it's a combination of chuck roast, yeah. which is a regular roast. And beef cheek, which oh, is cabeza it's, it's, in, in Mexico. It's, yeah, it's cabeza. It's, it's, cabeza, the head. The head is, it's actually the cheek? It's the cheek. It's the ah, cheek. And if you guys know the Hector. The cheek is Le- very tender. Yeah. You remember Did Hector Lano? Hector, what was, the, what was the guy that ate people? I don't know. The cannibal man. Hannibal yeah. Lecter. Yeah. The, the cheek is the most tender part of the body. <laughs> okay. So anyway, I, I have a comedy. It's a mix, but it's beautiful. Yeah. I like. really want you guys to get back to. So that's why I was a little. The cooking, We're getting please. back to cooking. And the drinks. Um, and the cocktails. Um, matter of fact, when she gets back, I think we're going to try to do like the next three or four episodes that way. Yeah, because I've had a few people reach out to me, like some of my friends uh-huh. who are like, I went to go listen and I kept waiting for the cooking to happen. Oh, yeah. See, and that's what people tell me. Let's go. Let's do some cooking. Yeah. I thought this okay. would be like a cooking show. And then like, here's a conversation. Right. I want right. that back. Well, that is the way it started. And then just in an inst, not an inst, an angst, I, I don't know the right word. In an effort to get back to just the broadcast or the yeah. podcast we started here. No, and, and, but we're not stuck here. We're yeah. we're gonna evolve back to where we began. So I just want to let the people know that we're making that comment or asking that question. Yes, we hear you, we see you, and give us a minute. We're it's right. coming. Yeah. It's coming. Okay. Yeah, I need y'all to get back to the food because I've been in the kitchen coming got, up with some stuff. You got some good stuff? man okay all right yeah all right. tricky tricky yeah yeah i'm i'm here for it i'm uh really focused on so i'm working on a cookbook um that i plan on putting out in the next year See, that's the thing i can do a cookbook it's stews stocks and soups and it'll come with an herb pack 
But like after Thanksgiving, I took all the bones and the carcasses from stuff and I made stocks. And then from there, like I either froze some of it or I used those bases to then make a stew. Um, So I've really been into like, what is it like? Just like low waste, like really just using everything. So when I'm chopping vegetables, I'm not throwing the trimmings away. No, you throw that in the I'm, bag and I'm you make throwing it out of my some, bag some, and some I've got vegetable stock out of that. I've got yes. fish skin, random, all kind of random things in the freezer right now that I'm just okay. waiting right. to steal away. So. Hi, guy buys. Guy buys. Review. Go relieve reviews and comments. Let's keep this man going, okay? <laughs> Let's keep. <laughs> See you guys later. Our family has grown. Welcome to the world, Hannah baby. Introducing a new collection, Hannah Soft, made with Tencel. It's so breathable, with stretchy comfort for all of baby's first moments. And it's cool and gentle on their skin all year round. Entrusted Hannah quality for your most precious gift. Hannah Soft, made to last. Shop now at hannahanderson.com.